You are Locked On Boston College, your daily podcast on the Boston College Eagles, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Locked On Boston College, this is AJ Black. Welcome, everyone. It is National Signing Day, the day where Boston College recruits can join the Boston College Eagles by signing their official national letter of intention. Now, for Boston College, there's going to be 25 players today, probably more, that are going to sign and become official Eagles. Could there be some surprises today? Probably. I'm guessing we could be hearing about Drew Kendall, who should be making his decision this week, and it all points to Boston College, as I said in yesterday's episode. Now, later today, we are going to have offensive tackle commitment Otto Hess to come on. He's going to talk to us about his journey to Boston College, how he connected with Jeff Halfley, and what you can expect to him as the next in the line of O-Line University. It's an interesting conversation you're not going to want to miss. And if you haven't already, we talked to John Garcia of SI All-American on yesterday's episode. So it's very easy on Locked On Boston College. Just hit the back button and you can listen to yesterday's episode. Check out that interview with John Garcia. See what you think. Um, And then come on back and listen to today's episode. Now, the big news of the day is that Jaden Lars would be a safety linebacker uh, transfer from Florida State. Uh, committed to Boston College yesterday. He's a graduate transfer. I think those rules are not going to really matter anymore. But he decided, he announced around 2 o'clock on Tuesday that he's going to attend Boston College. I knew he wanted to make his decision by Christmas. I was a little surprised it was this early. Now, I got to talk to Jaden. I've talked to him a couple times now uh, between his decision to transfer and to end up at BC. Um, And I can tell you why he ended up at Boston College is probably the reason you think. Jeff Halfley. He talked he talked to me and said he was blown away by Jeff Halfley and Azar Abdul Rahim, the defensive backs court, uh, coach. Both of them blew him away. He said it was a, a, uh, a breath of fresh air. It was literally everything is different at Boston College, he said, and that was the reason he chose to come to BC. Now, what kind of kid are we going to get? Well, on the field, as I've said before, He's that safety linebacker hybrid. He's a versatile linebacker, I mean, a safety who can do a million different things on the field. Now, with a defensive uh, mind like Jeff Halfley and Tem Lokabu, you can move him all over the place. You can have him in coverage. You can have him lining up. You can do lots of things with him. When I talked to John Garcia about him last week, I said, you know, you know, John, BC's big issue this year was they struggled against mobile quarterbacks. Will uh, Would be help them there. He said, absolutely. He's got that quick twitch that can help, uh, you know, be a spy and, and be that role to kind of keep the corner, uh, quarterback from making big plays. So that's a big get for Boston College because now next year you're looking at a linebacking group that has Isaiah McDuffie. You have uh, Woodby who could probably slot in next to him if that's what you want to do. And then in the safety uh, realm, you'll have Deion Jones back there. So you have all, uh, uh, some good depth in defense there. Now, Max Richardson's going to be a big loss. He's a good player. I mean, he didn't get the credit that he deserved this year because he, he did struggle at times. But I think this is going to be a good uh, bridge over to the next group of 
you know, recruits that Boston College brings in, like Bryce Steele and some of the other kids that are coming along with him. Now, if you talk to Florida State fans, the big, or even the people that follow him, the big knock on would be was he wasn't the best tackler. Um, but that's not something you can cha- you can teach. You know, you can't teach speed and instinct, but you can teach tackling. And so that seems like it's this might be the perfect chance for him to get, you know, a new environment with a new coaching staff that can coach him up and make him into the player that he wants to be. Look at look at what um, Jeff Halfley has done with some of these players that haven't been in the right environment. Look at what happened with Deion Jones. Deion Jones played at Maryland. He was just, you know, a fringe player. You didn't expect much. He was arguably the best defensive player Boston College had this season. One one source I had at Boston College called him the MVP of the defense. Um, so, you know, Halfley can coach these guys up. And if he thinks that Woodby's going to be the guy that uh, could do that, talent is there. Woodbay was a freshman All-American. So the the talent is there. We'll have to see what he can do when he plays next year. And we'll keep our eye on the transfer portal. I've got a feeling, as I said before, that there's going to be players from BC going in another direction. And I don't want to speculate on who that could be. But I think there's going to be some guys that are going to go um, just because maybe they're not the fit for Halfley system and they're going to go into a greener pasture. So I think there'll be a lot of movement. Keep your eye on bcbulletin.com for all updates on that. And while we're talking about bcbulletin.com, just a little uh, site update for you. As you see, we have a new branding. We're a part of Fan Nation, which is part of SI. Um, and But with that, they have some... I mean, the site itself looks gorgeous, I think. If you check it out, you know, they've got a whole new look to the way the, the website loads and, and, the, and the look and the crispness of it. It looks good. Uh, but right now, they're not finished with uh, some of the features of Fan Nation. So right now on our site, commenting is not open. And now I've been talking to um, some of the people in um, publisher support to see if we can get that open as quickly as possible. I've been told it's going to come in the next couple of months. That's not acceptable for me because I know commenting on my posts has been a big thing that's helped build community at BC Bulletin. So I have gone off and created a alternative for you guys to, to communicate with each other. And it's a forum, you know, like the old school message message board. It, it looks kind of like some of the other BC message boards you've seen online. Uh, but if you go to any of my posts that come out from now until, you know, commenting is turned back on, you're going to find... Um, on a link to that message board. Now read the article, please don't skimp on the articles. Um, read the article and then you can head on over there and leave your thoughts. I'll be over there as well. I'll be commenting, I'll be responding. It'll work just like the comment section that we had before, but it's gonna look more like a message board. And you guys can start uh, on there. You can start your own threads. You can do whatever you want. Hey, have fun with it. It's gonna be up there and used until message the uh, comment section and I think I'm getting a new message board like an official one on my site um, in the next couple of months so keep your eyes on that that is just a change and um, if you're a commenter please don't go away use that system because I love commenting back to you and talking to all you the readers and listeners out there now I want to talk to you about Coors Light now life is go 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 it's non-stop 24-7 we're always having a million different you know, expectations and social issues hitting us that we need to deal with. Sometimes we all need those moments to hit the turn off button and hit the reset button. 
Now, there's always great sports on. I mean, just last night, it was that Baltimore and Cleveland Browns game. Wow, one of the best games I've seen in a long time. And you know what? After a long day of writing and preparing for National Signing Day, I decided to crack an ice-cold Coors Light. Coors Light is the official beer of watching any sport just to drink a beer. So flip through the channels, find a sport, and crack open a Coors Light. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. It's cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's literally made to chill. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. Perfect for a moment to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door at get.coorslight.com. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. This is AJ Black here. I want to talk to you now about Built Bar. If you haven't tried a Built Bar, it's a delicious chocolate-covered nutritional bar that is great for you and has all the nutrition that you need, you know, as a snack or for your lunch or breakfast. It comes in 18 amazing flavors. Now, I'm going to get myself hungry just talking about some of these. Lemon Almond Cheesecake. That sounds delicious. I haven't had that one yet. I have another package from them coming soon, and I cannot wait to try some of the new flavors that have come out, such as Caramel Brownie, Cookies and Cream, a Carrot Cake, Almond almond Apple Crisp. There's just so many you've got to try. And, and you know what? It's great for the health-conscious guy or gal. You're going to lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. Now, let's listen to the flavor profile of the Cherry Barcia. 17 grams of protein. Can you believe that? 17 grams of protein in a little bar. 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 grams of net carbs. That protein is going to keep you filled, and you're not going to feel gross for eating something really bad. And it's covered in chocolate. How do you beat that? Now, what we have is a special offer for you. You're going to get a free cooler with purchase when you go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON. And you'll also get 20% off your next order. So use promo code LOCKEDON for 20% off at BuiltBar.com. This is Locked On Boston College. AJ Black here. With me, I have special guest Otto Hess, who is about to sign his national letter of intent with Boston College. Otto, how are you doing? I'm doing great, man. Well, it's, I'm glad to have you on. Uh, it's National Signing Day. Uh, this is this is uh, going to come out on Wednesday morning. And how are you feeling about Boston College? How are you, how excited are you at this point? I mean, it's it's kind of I don't want to say delayed excitement because that makes me sound less excited. I'm very excited about um, signing, but you know, I've been committed for about seven months now, so it's kind of just like I've been excited for seven months, and it's not like a, a brand new feeling. Yep. Um, I still have a little bit of time, obviously. I'm not, I'm not a mid-year, so I still have to wait for my second semester of, uh, of yep. high school to end. But, um, you know, I'm excited to get on campus and start working. So this has been a, an unusual year for recruiting. Obviously, with COVID-19, it's been hard for kids to visit and actually see coaches. And now Jeff Halfley and his staff, they've had it especially tough because there were new coaching staff. And they haven't, you know, they, they, you know, they probably have just met you in the last year or so. How did uh, Halfley, uh, Coach Halfley and his staff, you know, connect with you and keep you energized about Boston College? What do they do? You know, it's kind of weird because um, I've never actually met them in person. Right. I, my, uh, my recruiting process started in late April with them. 
and that was after all of the lockdowns started and uh, all the rules were in place. And you know, they we st- most of my recruiting with all the different schools I was recruited by was there's no face to face involved. Um, so my Power Five recruiting really started after everything kind of locked down, but um, it was pretty easy. You know, they were always up there. Boston College being a great academic institution and always just having a good track record of being a decent football program. Never any doubt in my mind I would have enjoyed going there. So the second I got the offer, I was, you know, really, really highly considering them. And then all they did was not mess up. Other schools schools had things that they, that they, that I didn't necessarily, I wasn't so excited about, about them. And they did they try to downplay them or, you know, maybe just didn't really handle that the way I liked it. And Boston really, it maybe only had one or two of those things that I didn't even realize weren't real concerns in the end. Like I was like, because facilities aren't necessarily my huge thing, but then they're like, yeah, we're building their facilities. And I'm like, well, there you go. That's not even a question anymore. Yep. Um, and, uh, you know, other than that, all they did is they were real and, um, they never really uh, – they always, they always gave it to me straight. They never told me lies. They never, you know, tried to lead me away from anything I had a question about. They, yep. uh, they kept it straight up with me. And, um, I mean, the pedigree of the coaches on the staff is just crazy. So, it, it wasn't hard to be excited about it as a football player and a football fan, um, mostly because it's just real. Yeah, now, Otto, you're an offensive lineman, and there's a possibility – that all four, at least four of the five are going to be of the offensive linemen on this team right now are going to be NFL players in the next year or two. Now, did you, do you watch, did you watch the Boston college offensive line? What are your thoughts of those players? And what did you, and did that kind of play into your decision to come to Boston college? Yeah. So um, I guess to answer the question, yeah, I watched, um, you know, there were some times where I'd be, you know, sleeping on a Saturday or something, and I definitely wouldn't. I didn't watch every single game, but uh, I definitely watched a bunch of games, and that was something that always kept me very excited about it. Um, but I remember after the Syracuse game, which was, you know, obviously a huge ground and pound, keep the ball on the ground game, yep. um, the coming out about your shoulder afterwards, um, and watching them, and I actually kind of talked to, to Coach Applebaum afterwards, and I kind of I called out the play that they ran. It was a number one call. And we were talking about that kind of scheming stuff. And that got me really excited. But uh, the players themselves, you know, Rabel's just everything I want to be in a tackle. You know, mm-hmm. being able to be a guy that moves around as a run blocker, a pass blocker. He's an athlete. You know, if he was lighter, the dude would be playing tight end. Um, and, and Johnson, he's just straight downhill, mean, move people out of the way. You know, that's what I want to be. And then I got like Christian Mahogany, who just he, – he, he did what most, most college offensive linemen don't necessarily do, which is go from I, coming out of high school to, like, being a straight grown man in, like, two years. Yep. Um, and being able to just anchor part of an ACC line, which, you know, you got to play teams like – you know, Clemson with these crazy defensive linemen and you're just he's able to compete. Um and you know, guys like that, they really they really show me what even though they're not necessarily products of the recruiting of Coach Halfley and Coach Halfley from the offensive line, 
they show me what that room's culture is like without actually being there. And yeah. uh, it just makes me even more excited to be part of that. You know, they're something I was recruited for was my, you know, at least what Jeff Baum told me, um, was my ability to block, you know, zone plays in space. Yeah. Um, that's something that I love doing. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm excited to do that at the next level. And wherever I end up playing, if it's, you know, guard for the first couple years, tackle, wherever I end up playing at, I just want to move people. So that's what we do. Awesome. Yeah. So, Otto, you know, it's, it's when we're, you know, when this comes out, it's going to be National Signing Day. Do you have any plans with your family? Are you going to have a big meal? Are you going to do any sort of celebration to celebrate your, uh, your big moment? You know, I'll answer the question and then just really quick afterwards. Um, you know, not really. Uh, my mom works from home. My dad's going to be probably asleep because he works out hours. Um, but I'm going to sign whenever it's convenient after 7 o'clock local time. Mm -hmm. um, and we're going to obviously print out the paper and, and do the uh, physical signing. Um, depends. My, uh, my cousin just got contact traced with COVID and her family is very close with mine, just like, so yep. I'm, I'm kind of chilling right now in my house for a little bit. Um, I, I'm fine, but, you know, getting yep. together is really uh, the biggest, the smartest thing to do. Um, but, you know, I'm not, I never really was planning on doing anything and just kind of, you know, put it out there. I'm a pretty low-key guy. Mm -hmm. um, I never, I'm not really, I'm, I'm an offensive lineman, so kind of just tells you all you need to know about it. Yep, yep. <laughs> And that, that's kind of what people can expect from me moving forward is uh, I got I have a big personality on the field, but, you know, other than that, I'm a pretty low-key guy. So. All right, great. Thank you, Otto. And, and good luck with your signing um, with Boston College. And uh, Boston College fans and, and followers will be able to uh, keep along, following along with your journey as you continue uh, your collegiate career. Uh, thank you very much. Yeah, for sure. This is Locked On Boston College. AJ Black here, your host and editor and publisher of bcbulletin.com. Make sure you check out our site throughout the day for all your updates on Boston College National Signing Day. There's going to be a ton of information coming out. We'll be there to break the news if Drew Kendall or George Rooks um, signs, if there's a late-minute flip for Boston College, if there's any news, head over to bcbulletin.com. And as I said before, check out our new forum and message board that we've created um, and, and become part of that community as well. Now, on tomorrow's show, we're going to continue talking about National Signing Day. I'm going to break down this entire class and get into some of the nit the fine details of what this class entails. So you're not going to want to miss our Thursday episode. Now, let's wrap up our conversation today. So we talked to Otto Hess. We looked at the new commitment slash transfer from Jaden Lars Woodbay. You look at this class, it's jumped about 20 points from what Boston College was last year, which was Halfley's year, but, I mean, he had a, a month and a half to recruit, so that doesn't count. And Steve Adazio recruited most of the other kids. And even, even against Adazio's better years, this is probably still you know, 20 slots higher than most of his classes. So if you look at, and, and I've talked to almost every kid in this class, I've had, you know, if you go to BC Bulletin and you, you type in, you know, um, Lewis Bond interview, I've talked to all of these kids. I've, I've got, you know, I talked to Emmett Moorhead's coach. I've talked to a lot of different people. 
So what's the theme about this recruiting class? What is it about? What was it that brought them to Boston College? And why was BC able to really up the profile of the recruit that's coming here? You don't have the kids that are just, you know, got a bevy of Mac level offers. You have maybe one or two and that's okay. But I would say all but maybe one has at least one other Power 5 offer. It's a big improvement over Adazio. So why the change? And that answer, you probably already, you're probably in your car or in, at your kitchen sink, you know, doing dishes and you're yelling it to yourself. Jeff Halfley, he, he, the, the, what he delivers himself and what the message that he's able to um, communicate through his coaches is resonating all across the country. Okay. All these kids are hearing this message and it's really, really connecting with them. They are hearing about what Boston College can offer. And, you know, you listen to what Jeff Halfley says. Look what he did this year. The way he cared for his team. The way he he keeps saying he loves these players and I believe him. The way he's not, you know, coaching speak. He loves these kids. He cares for them. And that message delivers to everyone. I mean, look what I talked about earlier. Jaden Lars would be, he, he said that, he said that, literally said that when I talked to him, that that was the reason why he wanted to go to Boston College, was because it was totally different up here. Now this message, you you hear about it more so, you hear about Halfley, but you also hear the coaches and the connections they've had. Now the big one, obviously, is Azar Abdul-Rahim, he's a defensive court, uh, defensive backs coach, and he is the guy that has uh, recruited most of the DMV area, District of Columbia, Maryland, and Virginia. Now, he got, you know, the Clinton Burton Juniors and um, Emmett Moorhead. So some of the bigger guys that they got in that area were all because of him. Even Andre Porter, who was committed to Boston College but ended up not going to BC, he was a was an AAR guy. He called me AAR on the boards. That's We'll go for it with that now. Why do they like him? It's the connection again. When you talk to these kids, why do you like a, a as a Abdul Rahim? It's because he's real. He's he's a guy I can relate to. It's all this stuff, and this is this is authentic coaching. It's not what you think of as BS. These coaches are are hitting something here that are going to get these guys that BC has missed out on to say, "Oh, I can go to a school, get to the NFL, win." and have coaches that care about me, why do I want to go to a school that is just a basically a, a factory for recruiting and, and every player is just you know a cog in the wheel? I'm going to go to Boston College. Now, BC's recruiting class, they're 39th right now. If they get Kendall and Rooks, they'll probably be in the low 30s. It's going to get better. I, I'm telling you right now. You look at what 222 22 is, they're sixth in the country right now and first in the ACC. Obviously, Clemson hasn't even started yet, so that, that's not going to continue. But there is no reason with the staff and the way that they're communicating with kids that this team can't have a top 25 recruiting class every single year. I'm going to go on record and say that they could do that because I think between what they eva- the way they evaluate, the way that they connect with these players, I think it's just going to get better. And this is they're doing this all right now virtually. I think when kids are going to actually meet Jeff Halfley, they're going to meet, you know, Sean Duggan, you know, Matt Applebaum, Tem, you know, Frank Signetti. 
that's going to be a game changer in itself. When these coaches can connect with them face to face, can show them around Boston, can show them around BC, the new fish house, you know, talk about all the things that are going on there. What a great education and do it live. This recruiting class is going to explode. And I think, you know, we've got the vaccine coming up, might take, you know, another year. So I'm looking at 2022, 2023, Boston College is going to have a a recruiting class that few are going to forget. They've already started with some amazing recruits. Matt Reagan's a huge one. You know, uh, Della Portis, the quarterback out of New Jersey. He's he's big. You know, they've gotten some big kids. And they've gotten, you know, they have a trio of 2023 kids already on board. So you're going to see Jeff Halfley really start to make his mark on this program and really bring in recruits that are going to fill his mission. These are not going to be kids that are just going to be here to play football, but they're going to be BC kids, but good football players as well. And it's going to bring BC to a next level in the ACC. I'm going to mark that down on my calendar right now. That's that's what I'm telling you they're going to do. So remember that this is the same staff that got Phil Dracovic in and then one day had him committed to Boston College. A four-star quarterback, someone who had all the offers that he wanted. He could go anywhere he wanted to. And he got off that plane at BC and knew exactly that he wanted to play for Jeff Halfley and Frank Signetti. If they can do that with him, they can do that with anyone. And you should have all the faith in the world that this program is going in the right direction. So this is AJ Black. We'll be back again tomorrow, and we're going to talk more National Signing Day. Thank you all for listening. Make sure that you subscribe to Locked On Boston College wherever you get your podcasts. And share us with any of your family and friends. You know, it, the best way for us to get you know more and more listeners and to help me out, you know, I get paid by the hit. So, you know, to get more people listening is for you. The one thing you could do is just say, hey, you know, my dad loves going to Boston College games. Here, I am going to um, show you about this this podcast. Here's how to listen to it because, you know, older people, sometimes they don't know how to use this podcast. Super easy, Dad. Just click this and this, this, and you can listen to Boston College Sports Talk. That would be a huge help to me, and I would really appreciate it. We've got a great group already starting, but I'm just always I'm always looking to build it up. I, I'm never happy with you know, a plateau. I want to get this, I want to get this ball rolling. Okay. So this is AJ Black. Thank you all. Make sure you follow me on Twitter at AJ Black underscore BC or follow my site at Boston College SI. This is Locked On Boston College. We'll see you again tomorrow. Take care, everyone.